welcome to 20-Minute Christian Counselor. My name is Rob Orham. I'm a pastor and a counselor, and in this podcast, I provide biblical counsel for the practical matters of life. So if that sounds interesting to you, and you've got about 20 minutes, I invite you to keep listening. want to address the question, how can I get over my grief? What can I do to work through in a healthy way and come out the other side of the grief that I'm feeling and maybe I'm stuck in right now? And let me just start off and say, if you're feeling grief right now, you are not alone. Every one of us has either experienced grief or will experience it. This is one of those really unfun, unpleasant, harsh realities of life. We're all going to go through loss, and we're all going to feel grief about those losses. And there are lots of things we can grieve. The loss of a loved one. Uh, the loss of our health, Uh, of course, the loss of a job, Uh, the loss of a relationship, the breakup, or just the distancing of a close relationship, and the list can go on. There are lots of things in life that can break our hearts when we lose them. In fact, one of the best ways to cope with grief is to understand on the front end before you find yourself in the midst of it that you are going to grieve. This is a reality and a fact of life. You are going to go through grief in this life. So there's a lot of information out there about grieving, and I'm going to just share some of it real briefly. Some of the uh, common wisdom that's been around for a while is that when we grieve, we go through some identifiable stages of grieving. And I like to share this with people because I think it can help you identify and understand some of the things you're going through, some of the thoughts and feelings you're having, which just provides some understanding of it, make some sense of it, and can help you then to kind of accept what you're going through and maybe help you even move through it more quickly. So let me share these stages of grief. That's what these are called, the stages of grieving. The first one is denial. And this is where you just can't believe this is happening. And this is where you're like, no, this, this can't be true. This can't be real. This can't be happening. Uh, I'm not going to let this happen. I refuse to believe this. Those kinds of thoughts and feelings. And this is very common when something horrific, especially something that's unexpected, uh, happens to you. You just, you're in a state of denial about it at first. Another stage, and I'm going to share these in order, but just realize they don't always go in this order. They don't just happen one at a time. 
And they don't just happen once and then you're done with them. You can experience multiple stages of grief at the same time. Uh, You can go through one into another and go back to the first one. There's no necessary rhyme or reason to these or specific order. So after denial, another one I want to talk about is anger. Oftentimes when we experience a big loss, uh, some of the first feelings we experience are those of anger. I can't believe why is this happening to me? This isn't fair. God, how could you let this happen? Things like that. That's normal. Almost all people, when they go through grief, experience a stage of anger. A third stage they call bargaining. This is a, an interesting, tricky one. Um, sometimes bargaining can look like, okay, Lord, if I do this, can you not let this happen? If I start to take care of myself and eat healthier, can you take away my cancer? If I start to be nicer and stop doing this, can you save this relationship or this marriage? It's this kind of bargaining. And for things that are a done deal, like when someone dies, the bargaining might look more like asking, what if? What if I would have just said this? What if I would have done this? What if I could have taken this person for this kind of help? What if? That's another form of bargaining. A fourth stage, and again, a very common one, is depression. Uh, When the reality of the loss really sinks in, oftentimes there is a season of just feeling very, very sad, even to the point of being depressed and not wanting to take care of ourselves, having no motivation not feeling any energy to do anything, and just feeling stuck in a deep, dark pit of depression. And again, I'm mentioning these stages because if you're feeling these, you're not alone, and this is not abnormal. So we've got denial, anger, bargaining, depression. Then we get to a more positive stage, and that is the one of acceptance. And this is where We've been working through all these other stages, and it doesn't necessarily mean they're all gone or complete, but we're reaching a place where we're accepting the reality of the loss, whether, again, it's the loss of a loved one and we're accepting the fact that they're gone, or that we now have this health condition or this health situation that is not going to get better and that we're going to have to deal with the rest of our lives, whatever it is. This stage is a place of reaching a place of acceptance. And then the last one, and not all literature includes this stage, and I'm not sure where I picked up this one, but I really believe as a a Christian, as those of us who have placed our faith and our hope in Jesus Christ and our confidence in who he is, this is a relevant stage, and that is the stage of hope. Hope of realizing even though we've experienced this loss, we're experiencing all of these feelings and thoughts and struggling through all of these stages, even though things will never be the same again because of who God is, because of our faith and our relationship with him through Jesus, we can still have hope. 
If nothing else, we know that any suffering and losses we go through in this life are temporary, and we have a hope that one day, when we get to eternity in heaven, we will be reunited with loved ones, believers who we've lost, or that the other losses we've experienced in this life just won't matter because we'll be in paradise in heaven. So those are six stages of grieving. And again, I share these with you because I think it can be helpful for you as you're experiencing these thoughts and these feelings, just to be able to identify, oh yeah, that's this stage. This is what everybody who goes through grieving experiences. It's not just me. There's not something wrong with me. This is a normal part of the grieving process. I think that understanding can be helpful for you. I also want to share another way of looking at grieving. Uh, It's called the four tasks of grieving. Um, This is where the grieving process also involves kind of accomplishing certain tasks, so to speak, or reaching certain goals or places. Um, I don't know a better way of saying it, but let me share these with you. Task number one is just to accept the reality of the loss. And again, all of these are a process, okay? And this is a big process, just reaching a place of acceptance. That was similar to one of the stages of grief. But that's, it's, that's something you have to reach in your processing of your grieving. At some point, the goal is, the need is to accept the reality of the loss. The second task, and this is a tough one, is you have to allow yourself to experience the pain of your grief. And this is, who wants to hurt? Who likes to be sad? Grief is not fun. And so sometimes... In order to avoid the unpleasantness and the pain of our feelings of grief, we do things to avoid or escape or deny or numb ourselves out or repress our feelings. Those are not healthy responses. This task is saying that we have to allow ourselves to experience and work through the pain. That's tough. The third task is that we need to adjust to our lives, to our environment now, with this loss. For example, if it's a person who's passed away, we now have to adjust to life with this person being gone. And that's obviously going to be a process. It's not going to be easy. But the idea is to successfully move through your grieving process One of your goals or one of the things you're going to need to accomplish at some point is to finally adjust to the reality that this person or that job or that relationship or whatever it is, is gone. And then the fourth task, which I think is is a very helpful one, find a way to to remain connected to the person. This would be more specifically if the loss is a loved one or a person in your life. Find a way to have an enduring connection with the person who's passed away as you're embarking on your new life. Whether it's pictures, writing a letter, doing a memorial of some type, uh, just something in your life. Maybe it's a habit 
or an annual visit to the cemetery, whatever it is, find some way or ways to maintain a a connection with that person, even though they're gone, as you are now moving forward into a new season of life. So those are another way of looking at the grieving process, the four tasks of grieving. What I want to do now is share with you some specific things you can do, some, I like the word, strategies that you can implement to help move through your grief. These are specific, practical things that you can begin to do today, should you choose to do so. Strategies which I believe will really help you move through the stages and accomplish the tasks of grieving. Strategy number one, you need to talk. You need to let out your thoughts and feelings on what's going on inside of you. You need to share them with someone. You can do a certain amount of processing internally, and you will. We all do. And that's good too. But that's not enough. You need to talk to other people. Talk to God. We can talk to him all the time about anything, what we call prayer. Talk to other people in your life, people who know you, love you, whom you trust, Talk to them. Share what's going on. Let what is inside out. Maybe you even want to join some type of a grief recovery group where you can share in a small group setting with other people who are going through exactly what you're going through right now. But the point is you need to share. You can't just hold it all in. Another specific strategy is you need to fill your mind and your heart with Scripture, with the Word of God, with verses from the Bible. All throughout the Bible, there are many, many verses which very much apply to going through loss and grief. Make a list of them, Google it, and find a list that's already been prepared for you, but put them intentionally in your mind and in your heart. Focus on them. Make it a daily practice to read through them, meditate on them, maybe memorize some of them, pray through them, choose to believe them in faith. This is what God says. Fill your heart and your mind with what God says, what the truth is about grieving. And that's going to help you. That's going to be a strength for you and a foundation for you to move through this. Another way to help move through this grieving process is to write. Not everybody likes to write, but a lot of people do. And I'm just talking about writing like in a journal or a diary. And when I do this, I don't put any limitations on myself. I can write whenever I feel like it. I don't have to write if I don't feel like it. I can write one or two sentences, or I could write one or two pages. I could write for a couple of minutes. I could write for an hour. Whatever I feel like writing, I write. It's the idea is just to get it out and process it. Maybe you need to write a letter. Uh, Writing a letter to a loved one who's passed away can be a very powerful healing activity. Uh, Maybe writing a letter to uh, a relationship, a person in a relationship that you've lost, even a boss 
that you have been fired by, whatever it is, it doesn't mean you're ever going to share these letters. The purpose of these letters is for you to let out what's inside you. So writing can be another wonderful strategy to try to process your grief. Right along with that is reading. There are lots of excellent books and articles and resources available. And of course, I'm always going to steer you towards those which have been written or created by Christian people, people who know the Lord and who understand how God can help us work through this process. But find some resources and read. Again, it's all about filling your heart and your mind with truth and helpful understandings that are going to enable you to move through your grieving process some more. And sometimes you need to get some specific help. Going through grief is hard. We're not meant to go through it alone, but sometimes you need more than just a, a loving, close friend or family member. Sometimes you need a professional. So maybe you need to go talk to your pastor or one of your pastors, or maybe you need to go to a professional counselor or a therapist. That's okay. There are seasons when we need to really reach out for help. Just make sure the people whom you're reaching out to know the Lord and and believe in the truth of the Bible, people you can respect and trust spiritually. So those are some specific strategies that I want to encourage you to begin to implement even today. Let me just tell you a couple of things that you shouldn't do. Some of these I've already mentioned briefly. These are not going to be helpful. Number one, you shouldn't keep your thoughts and your feelings all bottled up inside you. Pushing them down, pretending you don't have them, trying to distract yourself from them, trying to escape them with drugs or alcohol or sex or shopping or whatever, that's not going to be helpful. Another thing you shouldn't do is try to escape them with anything, whether it's gambling, sports, entertainment. There are times when we're going to need to take a break from our feelings and our thoughts because we just get tired. We're exhausted and that's okay. But you have to make sure you come back to the process of feeling your feelings, working through the stages and accomplishing the tasks. You may not feel like it right now, but I just want to share with you the reality that your grief is a season. It's not going to go on forever. It's not always going to be like this. Life will never be the same. That's true. But life does go on. You will survive. Other people have gone through grief and loss like yours, and they have survived. And especially if you're willing to humble yourself and lean on the Lord during this season. Come to him in all of your brokenness, your weakness, your depression, your feelings of helplessness and futility. Come to him. Jesus says, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He is here for you to give you strength and comfort 
and encouragement and help. Just remember that everybody grieves. And if you haven't gone through grief yet, you will. It's a part of life. You're not alone. You are not unique in going through this. Going through the pain of loss and grief is an inevitable reality in this life. There's no escaping it. Preparing yourself for it is going to help you work through it when you reach it. And I want to say that it's okay to grieve. It's okay. When you read the Bible, you see times when God grieves. You see times when Jesus grieved. The apostles grieved. Grieving is not a a sign of a lack of faith. Grieving is a sign of being human. So don't beat yourself up for your grief. Accept it. Allow yourself to experience it. Don't hide it. Share it. Many others around you have gone through it and will understand and provide support for you. And remember that grieving is a process that takes time. It takes time. Don't rush yourself. Don't pressure yourself. Give yourself the time to go through and to do what you need to do. And just remember you don't have to go through it alone. Your loving Heavenly Father and your Savior, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit who lives in you are here to help you. Thanks for listening today. If this has been helpful to you, please consider subscribing, providing a review, and telling your friends. Also, if you have a question you'd like me to address, contact me at my website at roborum.com. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. Jesus.